the gift of Christmas. For many people, there's perhaps no more exciting, no more enjoyable season of the year than the Christmas season. It's a season that is filled with Christmas songs and cheer, dinners and Christmas trees and gifts and meeting together with family and good friends. And yet for some, Christmas has become a very lonely time and a very sad time because they have no one to share it with and to enjoy it. Or perhaps because of broken relationships or serious illness or financial problems, Christmas is no longer the happy occasion it once may have been. Unfortunately, today, by and large, the real meaning of Christmas has been lost in this changing modern world. It has been commercialized, trivialized, and ostracized. And so many today are missing the blessings of Christmas because they are missing the one who brought Christmas in the first place, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Have you ever thought about who he really was and why he really came? Oh, dear friend, there will never be two more important questions you will ever face in this lifetime. Who was Jesus Christ and why did he come? The Bible tells us of the first Christmas story in the Gospel of Matthew with these words. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship him. Matthew 2, 1 and 2. You see, dear friend, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, it was no ordinary birth. The heavens, say the Bible, had supernatural signs and wonders. There was a bright star which shone over Bethlehem, announcing the place of his birth. Later, the heavens were filled with holy angels as they gave testimony to certain shepherds keeping their sheep nearby. Wise men, kings from the east, traveled great distances to acknowledge his birth and to worship him. They brought him gifts which symbolized his importance to all mankind. They brought gold to acknowledge his kingship, frankincense to acknowledge his deity, and myrrh to acknowledge his death and burial, Matthew 2.11. You see, the wise men knew who Jesus Christ was because they were supernaturally informed and led of the Spirit of God. Some 2,500 years before the birth of Christ, we have chronicles in China that speak of the coming of the Christ child, that there would be a man-God come from heaven that would die for the sins of mankind. How interesting that God had his testimony worldwide, but unfortunately, many refuse to listen. The Bible teaches first and foremost that Jesus Christ is the very Son of God. 
And a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Matthew 3, 17. And that he came to die for the sins of the whole world, for all of your sins and for all of my sins, so that we might once again enjoy that personal relationship with God who created us, just like our original parents, Adam and Eve, had enjoyed before they sinned in the Garden of Eden. They lost their relationship with God because sin entered the whole human race after their disobedience and caused a separation between God and man because of it. And death then became man's greatest fear and enemy. But God, who still continued to love us, had prepared a way of reconciliation long before he ever created this world. God devised a way to bring us back to himself so that we could all enjoy his companionship forever, not only in this life, but also in the life to come. We are told, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 That is why God had to send his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. That is why Jesus had to be born of a virgin. Matthew 1.23 That is why he had no natural earthly father. Jesus was not born in the same manner as you or me. Otherwise, he would have been a sinner just like you and me, and he would not have been able to save himself, let alone save others. But he was born without sin because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit conceived him. Jesus bypassed the normal birth process. He was born sinless, yet he was both man and God at the same time. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory, 1 Timothy 3.16. And because he was also man, he could die. That's why he came, to die. Because, you see, in order to reconcile sinful man to himself, to God, the penalty of sin had to first be met, and death was that penalty. The Bible tells us, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord, Romans 6.23. And blood was the cleansing agent for sin, because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins, we're told in Hebrews 9.22. But it had to be perfect, sinless blood. And only Jesus Christ had such blood. Only his blood could cleanse mankind <coughs> from his sins. 1 John 1.7 And Jesus was perfect man with perfect blood, and that is why he later went to the cross of Calvary to die for your sins and for mine. 
It was the perfect sacrifice made by a perfect man. But you see, he was also God at the same time. It's difficult to understand, isn't it? But that's exactly what the Bible teaches. We've already read that in 1 Timothy 3.16. Only God can forgive sins as Jesus did. Only God can raise people from the dead as Jesus did. Only God can still the winds and the sea as Jesus did. Only God can make the blind to see, the lame to walk, and the dumb to speak as Jesus did. We see that all in Mark chapter 5. And when Jesus walked this earth, he revealed to us who God was because he was God himself. And he revealed what God's will was because he was God himself. John 14, 9. And his love today is still the same as it was yesterday. He still loves us. He still wants to save us. He still wants us to come to him by faith and receive his sacrifice for us as a full payment for all of our sins. We can't earn our salvation by doing good works or belonging to a church or by being raised as a Christian or by paying our way. God has only one way and one way only for the entire world, and that is through his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Salvation is a gift, and like any other gift, it must be received. The Bible tells us, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It's God's beautiful gift to us all, and it's free. God has done all the hard work himself to bring it to us. But we need to receive it by faith. It's the best Christmas gift that anyone could ever receive from anyone. The gift of eternal life and someone to share it with. Won't you receive God's Christmas gift this season, if you haven't done so already? He won't turn you away. He loves you very much, and he wants you to spend this Christmas with him. God bless you.